Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not here. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> time for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! Hooray! I'm Emmett Davenport. And I'm Lady Attercop. And, uh... <laughs> we cannot talk about any of the things that, that we're we talking t- about no, off air. Uh, no, we cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm at a loss as to what to talk about. We, we, there was righteous indignation. There was discussion. Oh. Dirty jokes. The music selection that I picked for this week um, was because I watched the the terrible movie that was about CBGBs with Alan Rickman. Oh, right, right, right. It was very, like, I I liked the actors in it, but it it was not a good movie. (laughs) It was made, like, I think just to show the vignettes of people wanting to dress up like, yeah, like cosplay as famous musicians. Yeah, I think it, that's all it, it was. was it, it's uh, it was made as a an excuse for uh, people to get to pretend to be Blondie yeah. and the police. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all it existed for because there was not really a Alan plot. Alan Rickman wanted a boat. Yeah, there was not really a plot. There wasn't really a, you know, they were like, we don't need a plot. We have a soundtrack. Right. That's all it really was for. I mean. I mean, it did make me spend a lot of time yeah, going. I was going to say, good soundtrack. <laughs> yes, I did spend a lot of time going. Oh, oh I, lo- I, I remember the song. I love the song. Oh, I like that song. Yeah, so I did. So that. it was basically what you what you're saying. It was it, it got gotcha. you. It did. It, it, was, it did it get me. But it, the, but the movie and it got gotcha. you. It wasn't good. But you I spent it. a lot of time going. What is the point of this movie? It was like that that movie with that made by about the Joy Division dude, Ian Curtis. Yes. How do I know that you don't? What just happened? I couldn't remember the name of it, so I didn't want to. I think it's Control, is what it was I think called. That's the name. Yeah. Of, I know, but what just happened? That How you did, knew the Ian Curtis. Name? I know a name, I, and you because not. Because that is a band that your significant other would know. I do and love. Talk a, I about. do love a pair. I, I also oh, yes. like Joy Division. Yes. Excuse me. I I even know where the name comes from, and had to ruin a few people's right. day. Um, but that's a that's a not that's, so fun fact. That, also, we can't no. You cannot talk about this on, that on the show. You, can, you I could if this some, was a World War Two podcast. Yes, that's all I'll say. Um, it's very sad. Yes, <laughs> it's true. No, that's why I'm like no, dude. Let's not go into that. Someone I uh, someone I used to work with did not know that Joy Division and New Order were related. Oh, because they were just. Well, because New Order is very happy and upbeat right, most right. of the time. Uh, they knew they were from the same time yeah. period and that they were contemporaries. They did not realize that the bands had members that crossed over. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, their music is just so different. I'm like, well, <laughs> one of them has a horrible historic name. Yes. And the other wrote pop music. <laughs> yes. You know, I, 
I don't yeah. know what to tell you. This was the same uh, co-worker that pronounced it Suxi, oh. which I actually prefer. <laughs> Suxi. No, I like Susie. 66. It's not even how you pronounce the Native American tribe. They didn't think that it was any connection to the Native American tribe because they're like, why would there be? And in his defense, why would, would there, there be? be? There, well, yes. Because she just, well, <laughs> she strange just like, British woman that used to hang out with Johnny Rock. Because she just liked the way it was spelled. Well, yeah, that's what, that's. That sounds about white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about British. Yes, that's about. It. <laughs> she yes. put it in the she put it in the museum while she was at it in the yeah. British National Museum, <laughs> just to be on the safe side. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> have it sent away. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So, but I think it it was had a very similar uh, design. The movie had a very similar design to, to that to, to that Ian Curtis movie. And I, I the Ian Curtis and, movie was more like a biop. Well, yeah. Well, this was like a buy. I mean, it I was guess, supposed to be is. a story, but it was done in a weird way. Of the founder where, of CBG. Yes. Yeah. But it was just, I don't know. There was just no real point to it other than, mm. other than the cosplaying. Other than the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> other than cosplaying as famous people. Other than watching one of the Harry Potter kids be in a punk band. Yes. Be Cheetah. <laughs> Cheetah Chrome from the Dead Boys. He did do a very good job at beating Cheetah Chrome from the Dead Boys. Good job, Ron Weasley. Yes, I'm but sorry it was... that that's your legacy, uh, British actor whose name I don't know, Rupert um, Grint. I'm sorry that that's your legacy, Rupert Grint. It <laughs> shall always be the kid in Harry Potter. T- yes, to wow. to my old ass. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the movie had a had also had some very good. Uh, versions of the Ramones and and things like yep. every all, all of the actors did did very good jobs cosplaying as famous or you know now famous rock stars. They weren't famous in the movie. If That's, you want, uh, if you want, I'm going to tell you something okay. that is going to blow your mind. Okay. That is tangentially related. Okay, this, um, that it that in itself blows my mind that you would have a. I have new information. New information. I have new cursed lore. Okay. I have new cursed Florida lore. Uh oh. You remember Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny? Yes. The holiday show that the movie that I have forced upon my entire friend yes. group. Uh, listeners, it's on. YouTube, you can watch it. It um, is terrible. It is a cursed film. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. And it was filmed at a. Uh, <laughs> it was filmed at a theme park from Broward County, Florida. Shout out nine nine five four. Which to our international listeners, that's the area code for Broward County, Florida. Um, <laughs> Called Pirates World. Oh, okay. And apparently there was a movie studio connected to the theme park. Okay. That they were planning on making bad children's movies at, and which they did. Yeah. Uh, and it was going to be quote unquote open to the tourists as part of the attractions. Oh. Okay. There was a stage. Oh, and they would have bands play. And they would have bands play. Oh. What? And band? you will not believe the Grateful Dead twice. Oh, David Bowie. Oh my God! In Pirates World in the nineteen seventies. <laughs> I'd like, yeah, right. Fame, the Beach Boys were down there once. <laughs> in addition to connect, being connected to Charles Manson, you can now connect the Beach Boys to Santa Claus versus the Ice Cream Bunny. 
Oh my god, that's the just... Grateful Dead wrote Truckin' while on while down in Fort Lauderdale. Apparently, finished it up in between their shows at Pirates World. I maybe maybe just maybe I'm gonna just go out on a wild limb here, and maybe in the 1970s, Pirate World was somewhat cool. It I don't I don't know if I would go or, that far, but it was before Disney World was yes. even open. Disney World was open in. In California, right. but not in Florida yet. Oh, so, so it predates Disney World. So maybe but, you know, as a roadside attraction thing, and as a as a it, it was a destination a destination spot. spot. They had roller yeah. coasters. It, apparently, it was the first theme park to in the area, at least to have the one price admission. Oh yeah, thing that you paid yeah. one price at the gate, and then everything else was included except yeah. for souvenirs and food. Yeah, um, and that was Pirates World was the one that pioneered that particular because apparently you used to have to pay individually for each ride yes. at Disney World, like a carnival. Yeah, um, and they were also the ones that pioneered the wholesome, clean cut, like kids, squeaky clean employees instead of freaky, scary carnies. Oh. <laughs> So but weird. Just, just, oh, Google, yes. Google the ice cream bunny. Take a look at that terrifying mascot and understand. I just don't like the laughing. That David Bowie. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if David Bowie ever saw the ice cream bunny, but he might have. I'm just saying it's not outside of the realm of possibility. I, oh, that just breaks. That Brian that does, Wilson, yeah, that both just... knew Marilyn Manson, or not Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson. And, and the ice cream. And bunny. the ice cream. Bunny. Well, actually, weirdly, that seems like <laughs> that seems like that a more seems that it would. <laughs> that actually seems feasible when you put it like that. When you put it, when I when I throw Charles Manson, Manson in, there. in there, then it's like, oh well, yes, of course, the ice cream bunny and Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. Yes, total sense. Yeah, total sense. Because both are terrifying. And Roman Polanski, <laughs> to add Just, for like a shit Sunday for the yes. for the for the crap sauce on the shit Sunday. Yeah, no, that's totally that totally makes sense though when you put that the together. Laughing, the laughing is on the riff tracks. It's more terrifying in the original film because the bunny just stands there silently. Oh. The bunny doesn't make any noise. Oh. It just looms. Oh, I don't, I don't like that <laughs> at all because it's a terrifying bunny. It does. Speaking of terrible movies. Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, I'm just going to have nightmares. You something to contemplate today. I'm going to have nightmares. Well, and I didn't even watch the whole movie because it was. I it's think it, it's so bad. It's really bad. The the the, yeah. the weird musical break in the middle that's yeah. Thumbelina that was also filmed on the on location in Dania, Dania Beach, Broward <laughs> County. Hey oh boy. Oh, but you had to look this all you had to delve into this, didn't you? You went down a, a rabbit hole to find all this information because you found out that it was filmed at Pirate at, uh, we, at that we place recently and found you, out it was and then filmed you were at like, Pirates oh. World. <laughs> So it's been on my radar for a little yes. bit, but I'm not alone. Like, because apparently defunct uh, theme parks are, there, there's a whole um, community out there yes. that is very into defunct theme parks. There's a theme. And there's a lot of, there's a lot there, of nightmares out there. there the one a Garfield, a dark Garfield ride. There's a, um, in the, in Massachusetts, I used to go to Whalem Park. I don't know if it even still around, but it had a it had a t oh a terrifying whale mouth that you would walk through mm -hmm. to get go into. Yeah, I the only thing that I can say about that particular amusement park that I appreciated was that the fun house was actually fun and not terrifying. 
I thought the whole point of a fun house was to be terrifying. Yeah, there was not. It just had like I mean, it had like the mirrors and things, but a lot of the it, there wasn't like creepy things like leaping out leaping at out you it. and stuff. There was like weird. It was more like a mystery spot, like weird. Okay, weird, yeah, uh, one of those like or the room would yeah upside too small down. and upside yeah. down and things were too small or the yeah there was just it was a lot of like I've been I've mystery been spot it. locations rather things rather than a let me scare the pants off of you because i don't like that i don't like being scared it makes me angry and i i and and also freaks me out i've got i've been to several haunted houses yeah. and i I, uh, I find them delightful i don't like them at all i don't like the being in the dark where i can't see stuff i can always i can usually predict the jumps mm. i think maybe like and maybe that's one of the things that i'm all like yeah got that and occasionally <laughs> they would catch me and I didn't get them. But the most effective haunted house I was ever in was in Orlando, Florida. Uh, and it was, it was like a, it, I don't even think it was a finished haunted house. I think maybe they read at a time before Halloween because it was basically the frames of a house. It was like, yeah. you know, wall, the frames of walls and big plastic sheets that were like you know oh, it, was a murder. it was a murder house and then they pumped a bunch of you know fog. fake fog into yeah. it and there was strobe lights going and then it was just people wandering through this little maze in a plague mask plague doctor outfits and i could you you could see them you could see them coming yeah. but it was creepy as hell <laughs> it was like oh that's i didn't know that there was some sort of subconscious part of my brain that recognized that as a threat but there it is well <laughs> Going to be seeing that later tonight, my nightmares. Oh. And it was effect- shockingly effective. Actually, for such that, a bare bones kind of thing. That reminds me, in your love of horror things, mm-hmm. I found out that Children of the Corn was filmed in North Carolina. I love that movie. And it's not actually that far from us, where the where the where the the farm ho- farm farm is the farm. Yes, the Children I, of the Corn. Someone farm? I can't remember who told me. I, I would go, but to it that. was it was it was last week. Someone mentioned it to me, it's, and I went and I went. Oh, I don't want to ever to go, but I know a few people that do. That I would. would go to that. So. I would go to I would go to that farmhouse and fight some children. Yes, listeners, that's the reason to watch Children of the Corn. It's <laughs> because a full grown man Fight fights a room full of children. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, I mean, to be fair, he's fighting a room full of children. Yes. Because he he's trying to save himself. And his, right. I think, and the children are trying to kill him. His wife, his girlfriend, his fiance, who cares? Yeah. The girl. But it's still a full-grown man fighting child actors. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, how in Pet Cemetery Gabe sneaks up on the guy and slices yeah. the killer. It's not like hidden children. Right. It's like, it's a brawl. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's like, how long could you as a full grown adult last against 20 children? Yes. Well, apparently it, it was uh... filmed somewhere in North Carolina not and not too far from us. So mm-hmm. we, you, you, we could go on a journey to go, go on a journey could, and I go could see fight it. some children. And you could fight some children. I'm going to punch some kids. I mean, I don't think field. the children will be there, but I'm just. Doesn't matter. I mean, we first, might have to call. First kid I maybe see. Maybe we have to call ahead. First kid I see, it's on could, site. <laughs> could you please make sure there's a lot of children? Because my friend is really, really hoping to fight some children in this field. I'm just saying, first kid I see. <laughs> on site. I, listeners, I punched my hand. On site. <laughs> Me and that kid. I, I like it's, my chances. It's going to be a fight. Well, I would hope I mean, so. I would, pretty, I'm pretty I sure like you chances. could take a child, yes. It depends on the child. Yes. 
I want, let's be realistic. Depends on the child. <laughs> but I would say 75% of most children I could fight and win. <laughs> Conservatively. <laughs> oh. Okay. I mean, I am probably sneakier than they are. I have a lot more experience. I am armed. We've already established yes. I, I, I walk around armed. I shouldn't say that on air. Uh, <laughs> all our British listeners are like, Americans really do have weapons on them at all times. We have to. It's the only way you can keep, escape it's the moose. Stop the gators. It's the only thing that stops the gators. <laughs> there were probably water moccasins at that theme park. Anyway. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And that that was our segue into I don't know how uh, Lady Outer Cop's brain works. <laughs> That's our segue into how my brain works. And also, this will be playing at my trial when I'm eventually <laughs> arrested. They will for sure be playing snippets of this of this episode specifically, and, and probably the one that I told everybody to sarin gas people. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> The time so so much fun, so really much good stop, advice. I really have to stop advocating for crimes, <laughs> but you can't help it. I can't help it. And with that, I'm gonna play some music.
with Careful. Before that, we had The Velvet Underground with Waiting for the Man. And starting off our set was Tom Waits with Clap Hands. Take me now, baby, here as I am. Pull me close, try and understand. Desire's hunger is the fire I Love is a banquet on which we feed
Best alternative. Mad Wasp Radio. Throne is made of gold, the ark of the testament. 
Pop with Lust for Life. Before that, we had Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds with The Mercy Seat. And starting off our set was Patti Smith Group with Because the Night.
Jay Harvey with Come On Billy. Before that, we had the Smithereens with Blood and Roses. And starting off our set was The Clash with Lost in the Supermarket.
the internet radio like this doesn't come easy, but it does come cheap, and you can help pay for it. Simply head over to madwaspradio.com and click on their donate button to help keep shows like ours on the British airwaves. Or, if you like this clockwork of cabarets, this crazy thing we do, you can donate to us directly by going to agnealtstudios.com and donating one of multiple ways. In fact, we'll even take unmarked bills slipped discreetly under the nearest lavatory door. Costello and the Attractions with Pump It Up. Before that, we had the Talking Heads with Life During Wartime, and starting off our set was the B-52s with Planet Claire. (laughs) 
Make a hole with a gun perpendicular to the name of this town in a desktop globe. Exit wound in a foreign nation, showing the home of the one this was written for. My apartment looks upside down from there. Water spirals the wrong way out the sink. And her voice is a backwards record. It's like a whirlpool and it never In the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen in and hear my words To the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you All alone at the 64 World Fair 80 dolls yelling small girl after all Who was at the DuPont Pavilion? Why was the bench still warm? Who had been there? Or the time when the storm tangled up the wire To the And in back of the edge of hearing These are the words that the voice was repeating And and I are getting old And we still haven't walked in the glow Of each other's majestic presence Listen and I hear my words Are the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you When I was driving once I saw this painted on a bridge I don't want the world, I just want you a half. They don't need me here, and I know you're there. Where the world goes by like the humid air. And it sticks like a broken record. Everything sticks like a broken record. Everything sticks until it goes away. And the truth is we don't know In the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen and hear my words And the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you
It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Before that, we had They Might Be Giants with Anna Ning, and starting off our set was Pixies with Caribou.
with I Sent a Message. Before that, we had Nick Lowe with So It Goes. And starting off our set was Pirates World alum David Bowie with Young Americans. Of you. Oh, those 
The sun fell down. Sometimes 
Blondie with Heart of Glass. Before that, we had The Cars with You Might Think. And starting off our set was The Pretenders with Back on the Chain Gang.
That's The Police with Don't Stand So Close to Me. Before that, we had Arcadia with Election Day. And starting off our set was You 2 with So Cruel. True. <laughs> I really wanted to play the Lemonade song, but I couldn't find it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have it on my... I didn't uh, have it on the computer, and I didn't want to pay for it's, it. It's... I think it's just called Lemon, It's right? just called Lemon, yeah. It's the U2 song. There's yes. a U2 song called Lemon, Lemon that I despise. Yes. And Mr. Ducky, or just Ducky, loves. And I was listening to a mix they had put together one day, and I'm like, it's a 90s mix. And I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. It's, I like this. And all of a sudden, Bono breaks out with Lemon. And I was like, no! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I was going to put that on there, and then I realized I didn't have it, and then I was like, you didn't I'm pay not going to pay for just that song <laughs> just to annoy you, because then I will have it on my computer. And then I will play it. And then you will play it. Also, and then suddenly I will end up with more U2 on my computer, because it just shows up, It apparently. just shows up. So. Some of our younger listeners might not remember that there was a time that U2 just decided that we all needed their latest album regardless of whether or not we wanted it. Yes. Bono was in your computer. There was nothing you could do to stop no, him. it just showed up. <laughs> that was, it was really, if it just it was, showed up one day. It was really weird. Yeah. If it had been like older U2, like it, Boy or War or like one, even, I'll even take Rattle and Hum or Zoo Station. I will take Zoo Station. It's a bold but, claim. <laughs> I mean, it's okay, but <laughs> but it's a bit. It was, it was Zootopia. No, Zootopia is the Disney movie. Never mind. Yes, Zuropa. Zuropa is the one you're thinking about. I think they did a lot of Z names for been some weird. Your reason. hour with you two and yeah. Lady Attercup and Emma <laughs> Davenport. Yes, but when that happened, I hit a bunch of Bonos around the salon. <laughs> like I put them every place because there was no escaping Bono that year. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was only like five or six years ago. It wasn't that long ago. It was Emmett. I think it was like ten. Oh, was it? <laughs> I don't have a really good judge of time. Five or six years ago was twenty eighteen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Time has no meaning to me. Well. It, no. I both, it both seems to be moving too fast and also very slow. It was pre-pandemic. So, that is true. Yeah, I don't know. You don't have to. I'm I believe it. you. I believe you. I just. When did you two force an album on us? <laughs> Whenever it was. It was too long. It was too soon. It's been too soon. Are you? Okay. It's, I, is it even longer than, than? I'm going to emotionally damage Emmett. Oh, oh cool. It was 2014. It was a decade ago. Holy mackerel. That just... <laughs> Ugh. I've Ugh. also been working at the salon for over a decade. Uh, All right. That's okay. All right. I don't even remember what that album was called, but if it ever... Don't even... I don't care. I'm going to look it up. But if it shows up on my computer again, I'm going to be real mad. You were no. the one. You were the one. Uh, was not right, said CEO Tim Cook. From what? Fortune magazine. Uh, <laughs> Is that the name of the album? Tim no, Cook, Tim Fortune Cook from, in Fortune magazine. By U2. You know what's really interesting? is I cannot find Songs of Innocence. There okay. it is. I was like, I can't find the album name. I see a lot of things about it. But nothing about the album name. Okay, Songs of Innocence. All right, I don't even, I, I, I don't even care, really. They had an, a, a perfect opportunity to... 
Oh my, Bono. You could have just Mist- given us your entire discography and it would have been lovely, but no. Bono. I'm going to talk to Bono for a minute because okay. I know he's a big fan. Yeah, it's totally. He's to the show all the totally, time. yes. Bon, my boy. His friends call him. Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. He doesn't have any friends. <laughs> Bono, you had the perfect, ex- the perfect opportunity to do the funniest thing in the world. You release an album for free that you force onto everyone's iTunes called Songs of Innocence. And then in the file, there should have been a computer virus called Songs of Experience that bricked everything. <laughs> and just a little, Ooh, a, a little, a little, a little Blake-ism. Yeah. Or, or maybe just a little, or maybe a, fi- a file folder full of uh, William Blake's yes. illustrations. But that would have been, or is Songs of Experience, is that? Yeah. Songs of Innocence, Songs of Experience? Yeah. Bono, that would have been so funny. Everyone would have loved it. No one would have loved it. Everyone would have thrown their phones into the ocean. But think about how the ocean reefs would have been rebuilt from on the backs of old iPhones. Uh, but also, it would be funny, though. Uh, you've probably just given somebody an idea now. And they're Someone gonna... else release an album for free and call it Songs of Innocence and then and have, have us a hidden vial called Songs of Experience. That's something horrible. Not too horrible. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. It let's is not the do, internet. Let's not internet. Yeah, let's not ruin people's computers, but but something Some ridiculous. Videos of me fighting children. <laughs> it, yeah, oh, wait, yes. hold on. This wait, is my album. Oh, hold no, on. that's, hold on, hold on, hold on. We've, re, we've reconnected, brought it back to the earlier Erase this talk. part of the podcast, because okay. this is how I'm finally making us money. Okay. <laughs> this, is what, this is my new album idea. Songs of Innocence, it's all covers of yeah. me singing children's songs, and then Songs of Experience, it's video files of me fighting kids. <laughs> it's perfect, no notes. Oh, I, yes, I think that's, that's, yep, that's how it, that's how we make and a million dollars. You, and then we force it on everyone's computer. We force it on there, we put it in iTunes, it just shows so, up, shows up on Spotify, you can't you just escape get, it. You just get a prepaid bill for it, that's you don't right. even know. <laughs> Just you've already paid for paid it, don't for worry. It. You've already paid. It's all right. I just don't know. And we can make additional money on the side by taking bets on whether or not I'm going to win in my fight with the children. Oh, that's And true. I will throw a fight with a child, you know, like if I get paid. Oh, like, so you know, you'll let the, let the child win. I will let the, if the, you'll if let the, the child parents win. bribe me, I will let the child win. Unless it's your no, child. No, no, no. Hold on. I can wait. Jerk. I, I will. No, no. I will take the bets. I need a cut of this. Yes, thing. yes, yeah. but it will be you. You will throw the fights. I'll set up the. I'll set up the you, bets. You do the betting. I'll do I the bets. Throw the fights. You're like, hey, hey, who do you <laughs> think will win between Lady Addercup and that kid over there? I mean, that's a three hundred pound kid, but I feel <laughs> like I feel like she, she could take him. <laughs> she's gonna go for the knees. She's just gonna. <laughs> There's no rule. She's just gonna bare cheat. knuckle. Right. Yeah, she's I'm just cheating. gonna cheat. I'm cheating. Like, except if you give me. A little extra money that yeah. you slide over here. Wet my beak a little bit. Uh, you know, I can probably talk her into like throwing it. Maybe you know? she takes a dive in the last yeah. round. I don't know. I don't know. We got to make it interesting though. It's kind of be. <laughs> I like how also bare knuckle fighting these children. <laughs> yes. No headgear. No. Oh. We're no. aiming. We're aiming for concussions. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's the only way to go. You know. You know what's the, you know what's the problem with kids today? Not enough concussions. Honestly, and back in our day, we had head honest, injuries left and right. Uh, yeah, honestly, I sometimes wonder about that. I used to 
fall off things all the time. Oh, I also have, everything I know was at least one. <laughs> yeah, everything was made of metal. There was nothing plastic. I. I, I, oh, actually, our, our I had at least two. Our, <laughs> our parents would just send us off out of our houses with bicycles, no helmets, no, 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 no protective gear. And I mean, I'm not saying it was good because look no. at the state of the world today. No, no, it was <laughs> Everyone not good. who is in charge of everything right now has suffered multiple head injuries. I and once, it shows. I once had a bicycle hit me on the head, throw me over the handlebars, and then come back around and hit, hit me. You. In the back of the head with the back tire. I, I it was have, a whole. <laughs> I have felt my brain hit the other side of my skull before. Yes. And so I know that that was at least one concussion. Yeah, that right there. Mm. <laughs> and then another time I tripped and fell and stopped with my face. Oh, yeah. Uh, and got real dizzy and had to lay down for a little bit. Right. Um, so that was song, probably a second so these concussion. Are, these are the songs that you, these are the stories that you put in the songs of innocence. <laughs> the songs of innocence. No, it's going to be all covers of kids' songs. Oh, yeah. So but it, you could put, put, you could just write a little excerpt in the, these, on the, in the liner notes. These are the songs I dedicate to my multiple head injuries. <laughs> yes. Um, and then songs of experience, I give your kids head injuries. Yes. <laughs> It's only fair. It comes back around. Got to look. They're gonna learn. They're gonna learn how to deal with a concussion somehow, and I'm gonna teach them. <laughs> That's why songs of experience. <laughs> Fighting children. I don't know why this gives you such glee, because but okay. it's the funniest scene that's ever happened <laughs> in, in, in a all movie. Of oh yes. Children of the corn forever. I think it is most. up there. It is up there with with. Nicholas Cage in a bear suit punching a woman full in the face. That's true. Fighting, That's pretty good. <laughs> or fighting, who's, he fights the, the tiny woman in that yes. movie, too. Yeah. He fist fights a tiny woman in yeah, that movie. Yeah, we have talked about that movie before. Yeah. I just like, I just like, apparently, apparently, I just like someone very big. Fighting a fighting plethora small. of small people. We've already established yes, that yes. I want to see 80s heartthrobs. Yes. Destroy Michael Sarah. Yeah. So apparently there's just something in my in my DNA that, that lusts for that violence. Lusts for violence. Tiny violence. It's that Celtic influence. <laughs> it's like my big Celtic genes want to pummel somebody small. And with that, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. They are Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's love. This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits.